0: M S W Media. News was swearing. Till the beans, till the beans, till the beans, till the beans. Hello and welcome to The Daily Beans for Thursday, October 17th, 2019. Today, Trump's letter to Erdogan, McKinley testifies, Levin-Igor arraignment is pushed, Bill Taylor testifies, new evidence Trump committed fraud, Rudy's counterintelligence investigation, no vote on impeachment, and Pence obstructs justice. I'm your host, AG, and it's just me today travel day. Um, We're on the road in New York, so I'm going to do a little mini beans for you. I know we said that there might not be a show, but I just wanted to put some headlines together for you. Please follow us on Twitter at Daily Beans Pod, and you can become a patron and get ad-free episodes by heading to patreon.com slash the Daily Beans. Let's just uh, jump in real quick here. First of all, the House passed a resolution today condemning the withdrawal of Syrian troops by Trump. They passed it 354 to 60. Of those 60 uh, people who voted against it, they were all Republicans and of course, there was Matt Gates and Jim Jordan and Louis Gohmert and all of these either compromised, uh, you know, congressmen or, or Trump sycophants, basically. Uh, and today. The US military bombed its own ammunition base in Syria to prevent it from falling into enemy hands. Uh, Trump today talked shit about the Kurds, calling them no angels. That seems to be the thing that he does. He'll say like, well, America's not innocent or we have a lot of killers or we interfere in people's elections. He says now the Kurds are no angels. Uh, And we now know that Trump made this decision without consulting the national security team, his national security advisors, his generals, joint chiefs of staff, the Pentagon. Um, the State Department, the guys in charge of CENTCOM, um, uh, no one. He didn't consult anyone. So that's where we are. There, It's a panicked and disorganized exit. We're blowing up our own bases on the way out because we weren't prepared to evacuate. Our personnel are now in harm's way. Um, that makes me very angry because the president thinks he knows best. He just does what he wants. And um, now he's saying or what Putin wants, if you think about it. And now he's saying a Turkish incursion is not our problem. It's not our border. So it's just it's it's terrible. Um, in other news McKinley testified today this is the ex-Pompeo advisor and he's this guy who resigned recently he basically stood up for Marie Ivanovich and also complained that the State Department leadership namely Pompeo did not have the backs of career professionals that Trump wanted to go after and that's why he quit the job at the State Department he said he was deeply disturbed by attempts to use foreigners to hurt Trump's political opponents and uh, he couldn't stay in in that job uh, knowing that morale was basically in the toilet because because of those things um Moving on to the Giuliani stuff, and, or Kukushkin excuse me, and Korea have been arrested. All four men that were uh, indicted, uh, you know, with Parnas, Fruman, Kukushkin, and Korea, all of them have, have been arrested now. I think, I do not know, it's rumored that uh, Freem, uh, Fruman is out on bail, <clears throat> but everyone else, uh, and Kukushkin is out on bail, both a million dollars, but Parnas and Korea are still in custody. Um, they arrested Korea as soon as he got back. He, he just landed um, At JFK from an international flight and that's when they picked him up. Not sure why he came home, but okay I guess maybe he wants to talk or didn't know um, That he'd been indicted uh, So we're now learning that Parnas and Fruman have been under investigation since at least February along with Giuliani That's according to a lawyer who's representing some of the folks in this case So this is a replay of 2016 um, with Giuliani harness and fruman instead of manafort Cohen and prince and the one common denominator is Dmitry furtash um who is uh, was also represented by lanny davis which is cohen's lawyer and we learned tonight that furtash that was involved in the effort to replace the head of a ukrainian gas company called Naftogaz that we've been talking about those are the ones that re- that's the one where rick perry and giuliani uh were also pressuring them to uh, get rid of their current board and put in a Trump and Putin friendly person so that they could get, apparently that was to get Firtash back into the oil and gas game. Like I said Rick Perry is caught up in that along with Giuliani who's the bag man in all of this and Firtash is the one who wrote that seven page dossier which is it's interesting they're using the word dossier um, about the Bidens, um, and that and that's what Giuliani's been lobbying all over the place. He, you know, he took it on Fox News and waved it around, and um, took it on all the news shows, and sent it to as many journalists as he knew. And that he's calling it a dossier. I just find that specific use of language. Very, very interesting. Um, we also learn now that Pete Sessions, that's the congressman one in the um, Lev and Igor indictment that got donations from Lev and Igor. Uh, and that's this Trump super PAC that received um, money from Lev and Igor. He has been subpoenaed to testify to the grand jury. That's a federal grand jury. That is not Congress. Um, it's the federal grand jury that's been impaneled in the in the Giuliani harness fruman korea and kakushkin extravaganza so former congressman pete sessions test uh, must testify to the grand jury and we also learned giuliani also lobbied trump on behalf of turkey not just ukraine or for um basically giuliani pressured trump to extradite gulen um, which is exactly what bijan uh, Rafikian or known as Bijan Kian, and now Flynn as an unindicted co-conspirator were guilty of lobbying on behalf of Turkey without a license so to speak without registering under the foreign agency, Re- foreign agents registration act and Trump apparently um, told Erdogan on the phone the president of Turkey that he would have Bill Barr and Steve Mnuchin stop the indictment of Turkish Hulkbank that's the bank that, uh, the big bank that was just indicted yesterday that we talked about. The SDNY Southern District finally did indict the bank. We reported that. They were indicted in this elaborate cash and gold money laundering and smuggling scheme to skirt, meant to skirt Iranian sanctions. Um, but it's interesting timing, right? That after Bill Barr is thrown under the bus by Trump by naming him in the Ukraine call and then again in the Bank case... Uh, the Southern District of New York uh, indicts the bank and Lev and Igor and soon to be Giuliani. It has to be soon. And we also learned today that uh, that Giuliani is now being is being investigated in a counterintelligence investigation for his work to try to influence the 2020 election on behalf of a foreign government. It's just a replay of 2016. It's just absolutely bizarre. And he, but something even more bizarre today: Trump released a letter he wrote to Erdogan, excuse me, that he wrote to Erdogan by giving it to Fox News and having Fox News release it, which makes me immediately suspect, but let me, makes it immediately suspect, but let me read the letter to you. It says, Dear Mr. President, it's talking to His Excellency Erdogan, President of the Republic of Turkey, Ankara. It's dated from the White House, October 9th, 2019, which is, what, eight days ago? It says, Let's work out a good deal. You don't want to be responsible for slaughtering thousands of people, and I don't want to be responsible for destroying the Turkish economy, and I will. I've already given you a little sample with respect to Pastor Brunson. I have worked hard to solve some of your problems. Don't let the world down. Uh, You can make a great deal. General um, Moslem is willing to negotiate with you, and he is willing to make concessions that they would never have made in the past. I'm uh, confidently enclosing—no, I'm confidentially enclosing—a copy of his letter to me, just received. History will look upon you favorably if you get this done right, the right and humane way. It will look upon you forever as the devil if good things don't happen. Don't be a tough guy. Don't be a fool. I will call you later. Sincerely, Donald Trump. Um, (laughs) A lot of people posted this on Twitter and people thought it was a joke. Nobody believed this was an actual letter from the White House. And guess what? You can count me in on that. I do not believe this is real. Uh, I believe Trump wrote it and I believe he gave it to Fox News to release, but I don't think he wrote it on October 9th. I think he wrote this after the fact to make it look like he didn't just make one of the biggest uh, foreign policy fuckups in the history of the world I think I think he, he wrote this after the fact I th- put beans on it um, we don't have any reporting that says that um, but I f- just feel in my bones that this is a cleanup effort uh, on his behalf like look at this beautiful perfect letter I wrote on October 9th before I was you know ha- had to pull the troops out of out of Syria. Um, it's just what deal he's talking about. Who the fuck knows? I will call you later. It's just, and I think that I will call you later. It makes it look like he's trying to predate this letter. Do you know what I mean? Like, cause he did call him later. So he's trying to throw something in there that says, look, I said I'd call him later and I did. the timing is it adds up i think this is all bullshit (laughs) i really do call me crazy um but i have a feeling a lot of people are with me on that um great news also today bill taylor is going to testify next tuesday bill taylor is the man i've been waiting for he's this he is apparently hired the same lawyer as mckinley that's the state department guy who resigned last week and, and testified today that lawyer's name is bellinger He's an old GW administration advisor, and he's a never-Trumper. But Bill Taylor, I think, is going to testify to the quid pro quo. He was the one who sent the text messages like, you know, I don't think that, we, are we now conditioning White House visits and military aid on on investigations? To which Sundlin, who's going to testify tomorrow, said, call me. And then after the phone call, Bill Taylor is the guy who said, look, I, as I said on the phone call, I think it's crazy to withhold military aid in exchange for investigations into Biden, you know, and that's when there was a five hour break and Sundland came back and texted, "You mischaracterized Trump's thing. There's no quid pro quo, it's perfect call, no quid pro quo. And then we've of course we've learned that that tweet or that uh, text, excuse me, was dictated by Trump. That's because Sundland called Trump and he's going to testify to that. and Trump told him to say that. Uh, and I think he's also going to testify that he doesn't know of any quid pro quo. He's just saying what the president said. He's the deliverer of messages. Uh, he just doesn't read the messages. He just doesn't know what they mean or what they are. He just says what the president says. Yeah. OK. So Bill Taylor. And then also behind closed doors today, McConnell told Republicans they needed to get ready for an impeachment trial by Thanksgiving. So even McConnell knows Trump's going to be impeached uh, by the House. But we, we we knew that. That's pretty obvious. Uh, but if you get any Trumpers being like, impeachment, it'll never happen. Say, oh, McConnell thinks so. And he had a whole PowerPoint presentation about it today, <laughs> saying that the, the Senate has to get ready for an impeachment and they might have to work six days a week. Oh, my God. God forbid. Um, and we did get the news last night. Nancy Pelosi did come out and say, we're not going to vote on impeachment. And so high five because I'm I'm a no vote. Uh, I'm on team no vote. Um, we don't want the Republicans to be dictating the rules. They don't get to make the rules. Uh and we don't need a vote you don't have to vote on a resolution to have an impeachment you just have to say it and the house has the inherent power to do it they have the article one powers uh and the president doesn't have the power to say it's not real and i think that we'll find that out from judge Beryl Howell. although the decision might be that's the grand jury materials uh, case the Mueller grand jury materials case um i think it'll be appealed either and bonk or up to the supreme court but it, her decision will uh, Basically, legitimize the fact that this is a real impeachment. Um, that's it today. Sorry, it's so short. You um, uh, know, we are traveling. I do appreciate you guys uh, listening. If you uh, want to get in touch with us, you can contact us at um, at our website, which is either MuellerSheWrote or DailyBeansPod or the I believe. And uh, you can Google us. You can find us really simply. Um, and again, follow us on Twitter at Daily Beans Pod. We'll pick one lucky winner once we hit 20,000 followers that Jason and I, our, net- our network exec and, and me, AG, will fly out and have lunch with you somewhere in the lower 48, maybe further, depending on if we can get a, a good plane deal. Uh, so anyway, thank you so much, guys, for, for listening. I really appreciate it. Please take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Take care of the planet and take care of your mental health. I've been AG and them's the beans. The Daily Beans is produced by A.G., featuring Jalisa Johnson and Jordan Coburn, and engineered and edited by Mackenzie Mazel and Starburns Industries. Our marketing manager is Sarah Lee Steiner, and our merchandising manager is Sarah Hirschberger valencia Fact-checking and research by A.G., Jalisa Johnson, and Jordan Coburn, with executive assistance by Amanda Reeder. Our music is written and performed by They Might Be Giants. Our web design and branding are by Joel Reeder with Moxie Design Studios, and our website is dailybeanspod.com.